Okay, good morning everybody. Today's daf is Kiddush and daf Ches. We are holding on daf Zayin Amid Beis. We are at the third to last skinny line on daf Zayin Amid Beis. Hahu Gavra Da'aktish Bishirai. Today's share is sponsored by Dr. David Lander in honor of his wife and children. And Lili Nishmas' mother, Golda Basimcha, Shalom, Nisham Shavnaliyah. And we thank him for continuing to sponsor the Daf Yomishir each and every day. So, what we're going to discuss today is first, we're going to talk about whether the item that one uses for Kiddushin requires Shuma. If it's something of unknown value, do you need to first assess it so that its value be very clearly known at the time of Kiddushin? So, that is going to be a machlokas between Rav Yosef. Uh, between Rabbah and Rav Yosef. So, uh, and uh, the Gemara is going to have on Amad Aleph two different uh, possibilities of Mina Aminala for Rav Yosef. Where does Rav Yosef get his shita that you in fact need a, uh, a shuma that you need to assess the exact value of the item so that it be known by the Kala at the time that she receives the Kiddushin. Then the Gemara is going to uh, discuss saying that uh, uh, saying to a woman that you want to be Mekadisher with a mana and then only giving her a dinar. So is that already the beginnings of Kiddushin? Is that Kiddushin already and you just have to finish paying the rest of it later on? Or do we say no the kiddushin is only going to be hal once you finish paying the entire amount that you said you're being her with then the gemara is going to discuss being makadesh with a mashkon okay and we're going to talk about what that even means to be makadesh with a mashkon and then the gemara is going to say what happens if a woman reacts to receiving the kiddushin by doing something strange instead of taking the ring and putting it on her finger she uh she takes it and she throws it into the ocean or she throws it right back in front of his face so how do we interpret interpret uh, that behavior? Is that a rejection of the Kiddushin? Is that just a test to see how the fellow is going to react to such uh, such unusual behavior? Then the Gemara is going to say, what happens if the woman says when the man offers her a kes of Kiddushin tain la'aba, tain la'avicha tain la'ploni, give it to this one, to that one, to the other one so is that a valid form of Kiddushin? So all of those things are going to be the discussion, but the first uh, thing we discuss is going to be about Shuma. So let's begin. Three lines before the lines get wide on Daf Zayin Amud Beis. So says the Gemara, There was a person that was Mekadish and Isha with some silk clothing and uh, its exact value was not known. So Rabbi says, you don't need to know its exact value. You don't need to make an assessment. It's obviously worth more than a pruta and therefore it's fine. Rav Yosef Amr Shuma. Then no, you need to know its exact value before the Kiddushin and if you don't do a Shuma, then she's not if when he was Makadishir, he said who he said whatever it's worth, here's your uh, the item that I'm being Makadishir with, then then everyone would say you don't need a Shuma because uh, he said so she was willing to accept it, whatever it's worth. And if he said to her that uh, he's being Makadishir with something that's worth Khamishin, that it's worth fifty zuz, and he says, Here, take the uh, take these big day she take these silk clothing as something that's worth 50 zuz so then and they turn out not to be worth 50 zuz so then they weren't what he said they were and she was only she only had das to be to be miskadesh if it was worth 50 zuz so that's not a machlokas either keep pligi the whole machlokas is the amr chamishin he said being miskadesh was something worth chamishim zuz and they were actually worth 50 zuz but it wasn't known at the time 
time that they were worth 50 zuz. Rabbi says, you don't need a shuma, it was worth what he said it was worth, and therefore the uh, Kiddushin is perfectly valid. Tulsus on Daftes Amaral says that it's Dafka Big Day Meshi that Rabbi would say don't require a shuma because uh, their shuma is somewhat known, meaning you know a ballpark uh, price for what uh, for what the silk clothing is worth, but something that uh, that that it could uh, vary wildly from uh, from uh, you know slight changes like a diamond it could be worth twice ten times as much just based on the clarity and based on other things that are not easy to tell just by taking a quick glance at it. Even Rabba would agree that such a thing requires a shuma. That's what the Baliatosos the Baliatosos writes. So the 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 Ran uh, quotes uh, or understands a Rambam that big demeshi don't require shum according to Rabba because the a, a woman very much wants big demeshi. She's very interested in silk clothing, so she's willing to be miskadesh even if she doesn't know its exact value. But maybe other items, even Rabba would agree that she needs to know its exact value. So again, this is the sheet of Rabba that she doesn't need a shuma. So all the Rishonim are saying, yeah, even Rabba says that you don't need a shuma. It's only when it's silk clothing, but when it comes to other things, you probably do need a Shuma. And then Rav Yosef Amar Tzrichi Shuma. Rav Yosef says you do need a Shuma even on the silk clothing. Because if she doesn't know exactly what this is worth, she's not. She doesn't have smichas das for kiddushin uh, unless she knows exactly what she's getting. So if you don't do an assessment and evaluation of how much this is worth, you can't assume that she has real smichas das for kiddushin. Ikata Amri and a second version of this machlokas is bekoldu nami pligi that. The Machlokas, Rabbi and Rav Yosef, is even when uh, when you say Bekoldu, you don't uh, give any indication in advance of how much the item is supposed to be worth. Um, the uh, the Marsha says that the Girsa should not be Bekoldu Nami Pligi, but that Bekoldu Pligi, that they only argue when it's uh, when it's bekoldu that if uh, if he said chamishin then then for sure everyone would agree there's no machlokas everyone would agree you need a shuma meaning what you find is that all the discussion in the rishonim moves it more toward the direction of requiring a shuma from the gemara it sounds like it's like 50 50 uh, it's machlokas rabbi rabbi yosef either you do or you don't and all the all the comments of the rishonim move it more in the direction of requiring a shuma right we have that that uh, the tosos and the and the ran that even rabbi agrees when it comes to things that are not silk and then you have the marsha over here saying take out the word nami because according to this lashon if uh, if you said 50 then everyone would agree you need a shuma it's only when it's pakaldu that they have a machlokas that Rav Yosef Amar Shava Kesef. Rav Yosef says that uh, even she's she's uh, she even though she's Gomeris Daita to be miskadesh um, that, uh, that that nevertheless uh, she's not Mekudashas because uh, that Shava Kesef Areu Ki Kesef Shava Kesef has the same din as Kesef not only in the fact that you can be Mekadesh with Shava Kesef but in some of, his de- of its details Ma Kesef to kids Av Shava Kesef Nami Dekayut that just like Kesef is a clearly defined uh, amount so too when you're being Mekadesh with Shava Kesef it only works if it's a clearly defined 
amount. So if there's no Shuma, then there is no clearly defined amount. So now the Gemara is going to tell us two different possible sources for the Shita of Rav Yosef. Amr of Yosef, mina aminala. So Rav Yosef says, where do I learn my din that uh, you in fact require a Shuma? Titania, because we have a Brisa, it talks about the Pasuk relating to an Evid Ivri, where it says, Im od rabos pashanim lefien yashiv gulaso, mi kesef miknaso, the Pasuk says, that he's pod himself with the kesef that he was uh, acquired with. So be kesef hu nikna, veinu nikna betvu So you see that an Evid could be nikna with uh, kesef, but not with Tavua and Kalim, which are Shava Kesef. So says Gemara, really? You cannot be Kona and Evid with bartering him for Tavua and Kalim? Hai Tavua v'Kalim echidami. What exactly is the case of Tavua and Kalim that we're talking about? If you say that you can't be Kona with them at all, that you need actual Kesef to be Kona and Evid, no, Yashiv Gula Sawa The word Yashiv in the Pasuk is extra because it could have said the Pian Gula So Mikesef Miknaso. It didn't need Yashiv Gula So. L'Rebel Shava Kesef and we darshan that that extra word comes to tell me that Shava Kesef is the same as Kesef. So since it says Gu'ulaso mi Kesef Miknaso, that the Pidyon uh, is, is, uh, go, goes back with, the, uh, with, the, with, with Kesef, which is what you use to, to buy the Evid with, so we see from there that he's also Nikna B'Shava Kesef. But and if we're talking about Tavu and Kalim that aren't even worth the Shavapruta, and that's what we're saying, that that's the kind of Tavu and Kalim that you can't use for a Kenyan of an Evet, well, my ear Tavu of a Kalim, Well, that's not unique to Tavu and Kalim. Kesef that's not a Shavapruta also can't be used. It must be that we're talking about Tavu and Kalim that is worth a Shavapruta. But the kibin see low, and even though you could use tavuah v'kelim for a kinyan of an evet, but it needs to be a known amount. It needs to be a known value. And since this tavuah and kelim don't have a known value, and you cannot be kona an evet with it, because uh, to be kona an evet, or for that matter, for our purposes, an isha with shava kesef, it has to have a known value. So the Bryce is telling us that you cannot be kona b'tavuah kelim if the value is not known. So you see that a kinyan cannot be done with shava kesef unless unless you know the value of that Shava Kesef, says Rav Yosef, that's where I get my din, that you require a Shuma. V'idach, what about Rabbah who disagrees with Rav Yosef and does not require a Shuma? What's he going to do with this Brisa? He'll say, no, the Brisa is not telling me that we should learn from the Pasuk that you can only uh, be konet with Tavu Kalim if it has known value. No, hachika amar. What the Brisa means to tell me is bitoras Kesef hu nikna. You're konet him with a king Kesef, that which could be done both with Kesef and with Shava Kesef, but Vein Nikna Bitoras Tavuavikalim. When you're Kona and Evan, you cannot do so with the type of Kenyan that's normally associated with the use of Tavua and Kalim. You can use actual Tavua and Kalim because that's Shava Kesef, that's a type of Kenyan Kesef, but not the type of Kenyan that's normally associated with Tavua and Kalim. Umayninu, what is the type of Kenyan normally associated with Tavua and Kalim? 
chalipin. We mean that you're not allowed to do kinyan chalipin. So, uh, so that, that's uh, that, to be mekadesh nisha. And that we've seen that you can't do kinyan chalipin to be mekadesh nisha. A woman is not makna'atzva pachs mishav pruta. We learned all the, that back in Daf Gimel. We had it a few times already. So, uh, so, so, uh, so that's what the Bryce is telling me that in every every is not nikna bekinyan chalipin. And for that matter, a woman is also not nikna bekinyan chalipin. Now, the there is discussion in the Rishonim. What are the mechanics of kinyan chalipin in general? Is kinyan chalipin uh, a form of kinyan kasef, or is it an entirely independent type of kinyan? So uh, everyone brings a raya from this gemara. Question is which direction the raya goes. The Rashba Nachuva says, oh, from the fact that the gemara is mimait chalipin from the pasuk of mikasef miknaso. So you see that chalipin is not kasef mikasef miknaso, but not chalipin. So you see that it's not the same. Rabbi Kivenger says, why would you need to say and not chalipin? What, what would be the havamina that it is chalipin? From the fact that you think that, you, that, that chalipin would be included in kasef, and you need a special drush to tell me that it's not included in kasef, tells you that the mechanics of chalipin are like kinyin, uh, kinyin kasef. Now, this is talking about an evid ivri that is sold to a guy. So you see that an evid ivri is not nikna to a guy with chalipin, right? That's the context. So we're talking about an evid ivri that's sold to a nachri. So a nachri cannot be kind of that evid ivri with chalipin. So Tosus back on Dav Gimel Amaral said, ooh, what does that tell you about a Nachri's ability to be kind of things in general with Kenyan chalipin? If I have a special pasuk telling me that every can't be nikna to a Nachri with chalipin, it must be that a Nachri in general can be kind of things with chalipin. That chalipin is one of the darke Kenyanim that actually works for a Nachri. However, the Shach and Chosher Mishpah and Simchuv Chav Gimel rejects this raya. He says a guy is not kind of chalipin, he's not kind of anything but chalipin, and the miut over here is needed dafka for an evidivri that's nimkali Yisrael, that an evidivri can never be nikkah b'chalipin, even among those who can chalipin normally works for. That's obviously a very relevant uh, discussion, Allah Lamaisa, whether a nachri is able to use kinyan chalipin to acquire things, because for mechiras chametz, uh, if, 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 if kinyan chalipin was a slam dunk, if it was clear that he's able to use kinyan chalipin, we wouldn't have to do 18 different kinyanim when we, uh, when we sell chametz. We would just do Kinyan Chalipin, and that would be the end of it. Kinyan Chalipin is one, is two of the Kinyanim. We do Chalipin on uh, the Karka and on the uh, and on the the Hamid itself. It is uh, part of the Kinyanim that we do, but it's not the only. Uh, Kenyan that we do. Tosus also writes in Dibra Maschulamai that every ivri is not kones atzmo b'chalipin also, but Tosus doesn't say where he got that from, meaning that, that, that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about uh, someone being kona the evid with chalipin, not being kona es atzmo. So the Marsha writes that uh, it could be that since an evid kanani is nikna b'chalipin and he's also kona es atzmo b'chalipin, so Tosus assumes that we're just not mechalik between that which he's nikna with and that which he's kona with. In Mishnah Melech, in the second paragraph of Adam, he says that it's Mestavar that way, that he's, if he's not Kona's Atzma B'chalipin, it's Mestavar that he's not Nikna with Chalipin uh, as well. However, Tosos and Meseches Babasa writes that an Evedivri is Kona's Atzma B'chalipin, just like an Evedakrani is Kona's Atzma B'chalipin. That this whole discussion that it excludes Chalipin as one of the ways to be Kona and Eved, that's when you're, being, you're buying the Eved. But 
Konas Atzma, that could work with Chalipin. So ask Marlon, Rav Nachman, Dom Peros, Lav, the Chalipin, Michael, and Meymar. According to Rav Nachman, that Peros are not something that you could do Chalipin with. So then how are you going to explain the Brisa that, uh, that, that says that an Ebed is not Nikna with Tavua or Kalim? It can't be to be Memayit Kinn Chalipin because Tavua or Kalim anyway. Our Peros is Tavua, Tavua is Peros. Anyways, can't be used for Chalipin according to Rav Nachman. Elohi Olam, Deles Mushav Pruta. So rather the Brisa is talking about, like we said, at first, where it's not worth a shavapruta. Ah, you ask if it's not worth a shavapruta, then obviously uh, it can't be used for the kinyan because even if it were kesa, you can't uh, you can't use it for the kinyan if it's not worth a shavapruta. Why would we distinguish and say, oh, tavu v'kelim are different? So no, we're singling out tavu v'kelim for the following reason: lomi bayukamar, lomi bayukasef ti is shavapruta in the low low. It's obvious that when it comes to kesef, that the definition of kesef is that it needs to be worth a shavapruta. Avul tavu v'kelim midemekarva hana asayhu gomer makni nafshe. But by tavu v'kelim, I would have thought that since the the hana you get from is much more readily accessible than with Kesef. So I would think it doesn't need to be worth a Shavapruta. So Kamash Mulan, that's what it's telling me, that just like Kesef has to be worth a Shavapruta to affect the Kenyan, so too Tavua V'Kelim need to be worth a Shavapruta. That idea of Makarva Nasayu means that with Kesef, I can't, there's nothing I could do with the money in, I, uh, until I buy something with it. Only when I buy something with the money, then I get Hana from that which I buy. But there's no benefit, there's no actual and intrinsic value or benefit that I can get from the uh, the Kesef itself. That same concept of Mikarva Hanasayu comes up in the Gemara in Ksubastav Samach Zayin in the Tzedakah Sugya. There is a Tzedakah Sugya in Ksubastav Samach Zayin where it talks about the different schar that a, uh, that a man typically has in giving Tzedakah and that a woman typically has in giving Tzedakah. Because it used to be that the way a woman would give Tzedakah, someone comes to the house and she'd cook him a meal, she'd serve him some food, and the way a man would give Tzedakah is he'd give money. So the Gemara says about, I think it was Marukva, that uh, his wife would, he and his wife would, uh, would, would give Tom uh, Cheshabbos run, right? They would go drop off packages uh, by people. And uh, one time someone wanted to see who was dropping off the packages and they ran after him to see who it was. And he ran away. He didn't want to be caught. And then he ended up uh, in a furnace somewhere where there were hot coals on the, uh, on the floor. And his feet were burning. And his wife said, ah, just step on my feet. My feet are fine. So uh, the, that's the first source for, for uh, mommy hands, right? That they don't get burned from the, uh, from the oven, right? But uh, so, so she said, my feet are fine. So he didn't know why is it that she, uh, that, she that her feet aren't burning and my feet are burning. So the Gemara says, Mekarvahana because when she gives people tzedakah, they can benefit from it immediately. He gives people tzedakah, they have to figure out where am I going to buy, how am I going to... So that's not a... That, that there is a benefit to Mekarvah Nasayu. So over here, it's a Hava Amina, that I might think that since Mekarvah Nasayu, it doesn't need to be worth the Shavu Pruta, that it does need to be worth the Shavu Pruta. So I'm Rav Yosef, Rav Yosef says, another possible source for Rav Yosef Shita, that you do need a Shuma. Titania, we have a price that talks about if a person has a firstborn son where you need to do Pityun Aben with Chamisha Slaim to a Kohen and he, he says to the Kohen Egel Zeh Lepidion Bini I'm giving you this Egel for the Pityun Aben of my son Talis Zeh Lepidion Bini I'm giving you this Talis for Pityun Aben Loam Raklum it, it does not work as Pityun Aben but if he says Egel Zeh Bechamish Slaim Lepidion Bini Talis Zeh Bechamish Slaim Lepidion Bini then Beno Padui if he says I'm giving you this Egel or, the, or this Talis valued at then it does work. Well, hi Pidyon, hey Chidami. This Pidyon that he's doing with the eagle and the talus, what exactly is the case?
case. If it's not actually worth Chamisha Slam, Kol Kaminei, is there even a Havamina that it would work? But what, because he says that it's worth Chamisha Slam, it's going to work even though it's not worth Chamisha Slam? That doesn't make any sense. Elav, Afalgav, the Shavi, it must be that even though it is worth Chamisha Slam, if you didn't say that it's worth Chamisha Slam, it's not going to work. Why? Because since its value was not known, even though it actually is worth Chamisha Slam, but you just said, and the person didn't know, the Kohen didn't know what he was getting in terms of value, so the Pidyon Ben does not work. Oh, so you see that you need to have known value. And the same is true by Kiddushin. So it says, No, maybe by the case of Pidyon Ben, is it Taka is not worth Chamisha Sloim? But the case is that the Kohen was masking to accept it in, in lieu of Chamisha Sloim. Just like Rav Kahana would take a sudar, he would he would he would take a turban as payment for pidyon haben. And turbans, uh, you know, were not porcelinos. They didn't they weren't worth chamish slaim. They were worth uh, they didn't cost as nearly as much. So and he would say to the aviyah ben ledidi chazili chamish slaim. To me, this is worth chamish slaim, and therefore the ben is padui. So over here also in the safe of the brisa, we're talking about that the kohen was maskim to be mekabel because. For him, it's worth chamish slaim, and that's why it's effective for Pidyon Rabban, because for that person, it's worth chamish slaim. So Amar Avashi lo amaran this din that a kohen is able to say that something is worth chamish slaim for him is is only ella kigon Rav Kahana de gavar Rabba That only works for someone like Rav Kahana who's a gavar Rabba and therefore he needs to wear a sudar. Meaning, when a person is uh, gavar Rabba, they need to be more dignified, and uh, wearing a turban is a more dignified thing, right? That's the basis for the idea that a married person covers their head with a talus and a single person does not. Mishra discusses because when a person is married, they, uh, they have to uh, be a little more dignified. They have to behave in a more dignified, in a more dignified manner, not like uh, yeshiva bachur, not as much as a married person. So, uh, so that's why they would cover their head with a talus. That's why uh, Rabbanim uh, very often, even in communities where regular, where Balabatim uh, don't wear hats, the Rabbanim wear the hats because it's, uh, or people wear had dafka for Shabbos and not for a weekday because it's a sense of putting a sudra al reisha is a sense of uh, of a certain sense of dignity. Avul kuli al malo, but uh, the rest of the people, uh, all other people, a sudra would not be worth chamesh shleim. Kiyad marbar avashi zavon sudra mi ime de rabba mikubi that marbar avashi once bought a sudar from uh, the mother of rabba from a place called Kube, Shavi Asara, that was worth only 10 Zuz, and Marbar Avashi was an Adam Gadol, he needed the Sudar, so in, 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 in that position where he didn't have one, but Tleisar, he paid 13 Zuz for it. So that's like we said, that an Adam Gadol requires a, uh, a Sudar. I was once uh, pulling up to a Chasna, and I forgot my hat, I don't know uh, where I was coming from, I don't know where I was coming from or something, so I forgot my hat. My son was pulling up at the same time, he takes his hat off his head, he puts it right on my head, he says, I could go without a hat. You shouldn't go without a hat. So that's uh, the this this sense that if you're a rabbi or whatever, so you should have a sudar a sudar al reshe. Now from this story with Rav Kahana, that Rav Kahana received uh, money for uh, for pidyon aben. So uh, it sounds like Rav Kahana was a kohen. Tosos of here, the Bar Maschal Rav Kahana says. Problem is the Gemara Pesachim Memtes 
very strongly implies or states pretty explicitly that he was not a Kohen because uh, Psach Memtes talks about Yichus of different people who should marry who that Miuchasim marrying Miuchasim and if there's a mismatch in the Yichus then that's uh, not proper so it says that uh, Rav Kahana was punished because he married a Kohenes even though he was only Israel so uh, he was uh, he was he was punching above his weight class right he was uh, marrying someone who was of a much greater Yichus so w- whatever that means and whatever however that plays out but the bottom line is it says it's, it's very clear if Kana was not a Kohen so Tosa says two Terutsim number one he says there must have been two Amorayim by the name of Rav Kahana so one of them was a Kohen and the other one uh, just had a name that sounds like Kohen but was not actually a, uh, a Kohen the other answer Tosa says is that he was not a Kohen but he was still able to take Pidyan Ben money because he was taking it on behalf of his wife and his wife was a Kohenes. So that leads to the question, is that true? Or is, does a Kohenes get Pidyon Aben money? Meaning, is that, uh, can you do Pidyon Aben with a Kohenes? So uh, Rashi has a tshuva where he quotes Tosos, and he says uh, from his own rabbeim to disagree with Tosos. He says, you can give to a Kohenes? No, you need to give to a Kohen. Pidyon Aben doesn't go to a female Kohen. The Chasam Sofer is quoted in the Pisgah Tshuva, Simon Shinhei in Yardeh. Simon Shinhei is a simon about uh, Pidyon Aben. It's a geshmaka simon to learn. It's uh, it's one simon in Shulchan about Pidyon Aben. A lot of uh, yisurdistic topics in the, within uh, the sugis of Pidyon Aben. So he writes uh, the the Pischei Tshuva writes in in Sivkat Nehei in the name of the Chasam Sofer that a person cannot be pod uh, um, by giving to a uh, kohen who's ma- uh, who, uh, uh, by giving to a bas kohen who's married to Israel. And he quotes Tosos and he says, yeah, Tosos is uh, thinks that you can. But Sefer Chinuch and the Rush and the Tour all say no. They all say Kohen Velo Kohenes. So Tosos is Mesupik to begin with. It's two days in Tosos. So I'm not going to go with the possibility of Tosos versus all the other Rishonim that say not that way. And uh, the the uh, the the the, the writes though that what if a person doesn't have a Kohen accessible to him and it's the day that the Pidyon Aben is supposed to be done. So he says that day you can still give the money to a Kohen. And then when you find a Kohen, you should do it again. Uh, you should do the Pidyon Ben again, again without a bracha, because it might have worked when you gave to the, uh, to the Kohenes, which highlights how important it is to do the Pidyon Ben on time, right? Meaning you're not supposed to needlessly delay a Pidyon Ben, that uh, rather do with a Kohenes than to, than to delay the, the Pidyon Ben. We don't know. It says some sort of Yom, what tomorrow is going to bring. I don't know if uh, you'll ever have a chance in the future. We don't know. We have to do mitzvahs in general at the first opportunity uh, to do to do those mitzvahs. Okay, so now says the Gemara further. Amar Ablazer, his dinar. A man says, "I'm being mekadesh with the mana," and then he gives her a dinar. That works v'yashlem as long as he uh, ultimately he has to then pay off the rest of the money. So my time. Why is it that she's mekadeshes right away? Because kibun d'amrla mana v'yavla dinar command d'amrla almanastami. If he said mana and he only gave her a dinar, we view it as if he said his kachili bedinar almanas that I pay you a mana in the future. So that's the way we view it. That whenever you say almanas, that's the same as if you're saying me'achshav, that the 
Kiddushin should be Chal right now, and therefore, as soon as he gives that small amount, that uh, the, that Kiddushin is Chal. So says in our Mace, but I'll challenge you from a Brisa. If a man says to a woman, I want to be Makadishi with the mana, and he starts counting it out. He takes out a dinar, then another dinar. If either party wants to back out until that last dinar that's mashlim to the mana was filled, they could still back out. Why? Because the Kiddushin didn't happen yet. So that's a kasha. We just said that the Kiddushin happens with the first dinar and he just has to pay it up later. The price is talking about what he said, manazu. Manazo means that, uh, that, that when the, I, I, I finish paying the full mana, that's when the Kiddushin is going to happen. But if you just say mana stam, then the Kiddushin happens right away with the first dinar. Well, wait a second. Hamid the seifa be manazo, reisha be mana stam. The seifa of that price, which we did not yet quote, says manazo. That implies that up until that point, we were not talking about manazo. We were talking about mana stam. De katani seifa, because the seifa says, amulah eskachi li be manazo, vinimsa mana chaser dinar, o dinar shal nechoshes, that if you say manazo and then it turns out that it's not a full uh, it's it's not a full mana or it's a dinar shal nechoshes and uh, not not of kesef uh, so she's not mukudeshes but uh, dinar ra harizu mukudeshes viachlif if it's a dinar ra so then it's mukudeshes and you just will will define what all these things are what a dinar ra is and and you just switch it out but the sefer is talking about where he said manazo so it must be that the rish is talking about where you didn't say manazo where it's just manastam and still ain't a mukudeshes until you finish. Paying the entire mana. So it's Vaiter Kasha and Reb Lazar. Because Reb Lazar had said that as soon as you give the first dinar, it's Mukudashas. So it says Marlo, Reisha Visefa Damar Bamanazo. Both the Reisha and the Sefer are talking about where he said Manazo. Uprushikamafarish. The Sefer is simply elaborating on the Reisha. That we said in the Reisha that if either one of them wants to back out, up until the point where you finish paying the mana, they're able to back out because the Kiddushan is not yet chal. Ketzad, kigondamar la b'manazo. The Sefer says, oh, and that's talking about dafka if you said b'manazo, but if you said manastam, then she would have been mukadashas at the very first dinar that you would give her. Vachinami mistavra, and it's very mistavra to say that the Reisha is also talking about a case of manazo. Because if the Reisha was saying by manastam that even in the case of manastam, she's only mukadashas when you finish paying the whole mana, well, hashta b'manastam la v'kidushim manazo then what's the point of the seifa? Obviously, if, if when you say manastam, she's only mukadeshes when you finish paying the mana. So obviously, in the case of manazo, she's only going to be mukadeshes when you finish paying the whole mana. So the whole seifa is extra then. So it must be that the reisha is also by man, manazo, and the seifa is just explaining the reisha. Says, well, that's not necessarily such a raya though. Imishim halo irya. If that's your best raya that the reisha is manazo, not such a great raya because it could be that tana seifa once you know the din of the Reisha, the din of the Seifa is obvious. But it's not so obvious to me what the Reisha means until the Seifa gives me a different case. Meaning, I don't know that the Reisha means Manazo until the, or Manastam until the Seifa says Manazo. Oh, must be then that the Reisha is Manastam. That in order that I not think that the Reisha says man, means Manazo, of Manastam, Abu 
Kedushin, but in the case of Manasama, it would be a Kedushin. So Tanasefa Pemanazel, the Sefa changes the case to Manazel, Mechal Deresha Pemanastam, so that it will be clear that the Resha is Manastam. But if you look at the Kedushin, it's still not a good uh, Kedushin. So there, there are two ways to explain the Brisa. Either the Brisa is entirely talking about a case of Manazel, in which case Manastam might be different. That Manastam, it could be that as soon as you give the first dinar, she's Mukadashas. Or the ratio of the Bryce is Manastam, the Seif is Manazo, and it's against Rabbi Lazar. Rabbi Lazar said, when you give the first dinos, Mukadeshas is against this, uh, this Bryce. Uh, the Gemara brings another Teretz to the challenge on Rabbi Lazar from the Bryce. Ravashi Amar Monovaholich Shaini. The case in the Bryce is where you're just counting it out. And, th- and that's different than the case of Rabbi Lazar, where he said you can give her a mana, and he just gave her a dinar, and that's it. He didn't do anything else. So that's where Dedaita uh, Akule, when you're counting it out, clearly she's only intending to to have Kiddushin when you finish, when, when you're going to finish paying her. But if you're already finished, you just gave her a dinar and you walk away. So then she has Das to have Kiddushin right then. So, hi, Dino Shal Now, in the Bryce, we mentioned that a Dino Shal if among the mana, there's a Dino Shal that she's an Eina Mukudeshes. So, what exactly is the case? If she knew that it was Dino Shal and not Kesef, so she agreed to take it. So, what's the problem? So, let's read no, no, he gave it to her at night, she couldn't see, she didn't know. Or he hid it among the other, uh, the other money. He snuck in a dinar shal nechoshes among the other dinar kesef to, uh, to, to get to the mana. The case of the dinar ra, where it is a valid kiddushin, what's that case? If it's such a dinar ra that it can't be used as currency, well, then that's the same as dinar shal nechoshes, where it's not what she was supposed to get, and therefore it's should not be a valid kiddushin. Why is a dinara valid kiddushin? No, it's a case where it can be used as currency, but only uh, you know people aren't happy about taking it. It's like the dollar coins. You know, you, you can you can use it. The store can't really refuse it, but they're not particularly happy. The last, do you have any bills? Do you have any? Right, nowadays there are no bills either. Everyone just pays with uh, whatever. I'm depending depending where you are, I guess. Uh, Certain from places you could only pay with cash. There are cash machines outside of, uh, I was told, in certain restaurants in certain communities because you're only allowed to pay in cash. That is a chil she'in kamohu. But anyway, Amar Rava, Amar Rav Nachman. So Rava says in the name of uh, Rav Nachman, Amar Rav Nachman, bimana v'iniach l'mashkon aleha. If he says, I want you to be mekadish to me with a mana, and, uh, and, and, and he puts, and, and he gives her a mashkon for the mana, in a mekadashah. She's not mekadashah. Mana in kan, mashkon in kan. That he didn't give her a mana, and therefore the, and the mashkon doesn't work for the, for the kiddushin. Meaning he wa- wanted to be mekadish with the mana, he never gave Gave her a mana and a mashkon is not a valid form of kiddushin. Eisvei Rav Rav Nachman, so Rav challenges Rav Nachman. Kitcha b'mashkon mukdeshes. If you're makadish with the mashkon, she is mukdeshes. It says. So isn't that uh, against what you just told me that it does not work? No. Hasam b'mashkon ta'acherin. The Bryce is talking about where you give a mashkon that belongs to someone else, meaning other people owed you money and they gave you a mashkon as as that chov, and then you were makadish nisha with that. That works. So because Rav Yitzchok, Rav Yitzchok, minayin b'al chov shekol mashkon. 
How do I know that a Balchov actually becomes the owner of the mashkon? Shenamar, because the Pasuk says when it talks about a person receiving a mashkon for a halva'ah, it says, that when you give back the mashkon as needed, meaning uh, the person gave you their pajamas as a mashkon, and you give it back every night, so you're doing a great act of tzedakah. Well, wait a second, I can't give so I can't be yotzei the mitzvah of tzedakah by giving somebody somebody else's money. I can only be yotzei tzedakah if I'm giving you something that belongs to me. So If I don't own the mashkon, why would that be considered tzedakah? So mashkon. It must be that I do own the mashkon. That when you give me a mashkon uh, because of a loan that I uh, that I made to you. I am the owner of that mashkon, and therefore I could be Makadish Nisha with it. When the Masada Kedushin asked me under the chuppah, is this yours? I can say confidently, yes, it's mine, because it is a mashkon that I received. B'nei Rav Huna bar Avin, Zavna Hu Amsa Bipriti. They bought a shivcha using prutos of Nechoshes, but Lav Bahadayu, they didn't have enough uh, to, uh, to to based on uh, the enough prutos to pay for the full price, so sivi So they gave a, a, a piece of silver as a mashkon. Afterwards, uh, the uh, value of the shivcha went up, and they wanted to know: Do they already own the shivcha, and therefore they made a good investment, and now she's worth more, or no? Maybe they don't yet own her, and uh, now they're going to have to pay a higher price because the mocher has the right to say she went up in value. Now, if you want to buy her, she costs more. So also. They asked Rabbi the Shaila, Amalu, Priti Inkan, Naska Inkan. There were there weren't enough prutos. You didn't give the full value, and therefore the mashkon that you gave in in place is also not a uh, not, not considered a mecher. It's not considered to be payment for uh, for for the uh, for the shivcha. So it does it it does not work to uh, to do it in in such a way. Um, so uh, says the Gemara further now. Tan Rabbanan his if a guy says, I want you to be Makadish me with mana, Nataltu is Then she throws him to the ocean or into a fire or somewhere where it's gonna get destroyed, she's in Makadeshes. That is a rejection of the Kiddushin. Hashitatinu Kame, have a Kiddushin says more, ooh, so maybe we could be Madai from there, that if instead of throwing it into the fire, she just throws it back at him, then it's a valid Kiddushin. But But when she throws it back at him, isn't she saying, take it back? I don't want it. I don't want to be Mukadash's to you. So it says, It's obvious if she throws it right back in his face, it's not a valid Kiddushin. But if she throws it into the, uh, into the, into the fire or into the, uh, that I, I might think that since she's going to be Chayiv to pay for it now, she is a Accepting the kedushin, I why is she throwing it into a fire? The fact that she's throwing it into the yam or into a fire is This was a test to see how he reacts. So Kamashmulan therefore comes to tell me that no, it's a rejection. She just wasn't thinking clearly, and she wasn't thinking about the fact that she's going to have to pay for it. But it's a rejection of the kedushin. And the man says to the woman, I want you to be Mkudash to me with a mana. And uh, tonight, she says, Give it to my father or to your father. Because she's messing around with him. She's not interested in accepting it. But if she says, Give it to my father because he's better at, at holding on to things, or to your father because I trust him to watch it for me, so then Mkudashas. Meaning if she says, They will accept it on my behalf, then she's Mkudashas. So Tana Abba Lodiacha Koach The reason we, we give the example of her own 
father is to let us know that in, in the Reisha, even though she said her own father, she was still just messing around with him. It's not Kiddushin. Tana Avicha, we give the example of his father, that if she says that he'll be Makabal for me, that even if it's his father, where she should have less trust in his father, that still when he said when she says he's going to accept it for me, that she still means to accept it as Kiddushin. His Kashin, if someone says, I want to be Makabal with the mana, and she says to name Laploni, give them to Ploni, but Almanashi Kablam leave. She says Almanasta Ploni will be Makabalit for me, Mukudashas. Very similar to what we just said, except we replaced the words Abava Avicha with the word Ploni. So why do I need both a case of Abava Avicha and a case of Ploni? Utsricha. Diashvin Abava Avicha, if it only would have told me the case of her saying, give it to Abava Avicha, Hasmutuchiamra Almanashi Kablam Li Avakidushin. I would say in that case where she says they'll be Makabalit for me, it's a valid Kidushin. Because she'll have smichas das on them, savra of the nishlichusai. Because she knows them and they'll take care of her and they'll they'll fulfill her shlichus. ploni lo. But I would think that if she says let ploni be makabalit for me, she doesn't really think ploni's going to be makabalit for her. She has no relationship with ploni. And yashmin and ploni. If it only were to tell me the case of ploni, I would say hachu duchiyamra tenaim leploni lo abikidushi. That it's only in the case of tenaim leploni where she doesn't say that the guy's going to be makabalit for me. That it's not a good kiddushin. The lomikravadaita the gabe matana because they don't have such kir of das that uh, she's going to give ploni a matana. But where she needs to give dad a birthday present anyway, so she just figures, you know, give it to him and I'll be mekudeshes to you. I would think she's giving it as a matana and she's really accepting it as kiddushin. So that's why he needs to tell me that whether you say abba or whether she says Cloney, in either case, if she says to name, it's not a valid kiddushin, but if she says, let them be mekabalit for me, it is a valid kiddushin. If he says, I want you to move kiddushin me with the mana, and she says, put it on the rock, if it was her rock, then mekudashas, because on behalf of a person. What if they both own the sela? So take who? That we leave unresolved. If she say, if he says, I want to be Makadish with a kikar, she says, give it to the dog. Doesn't work. If it was her dog, it is Makadish. What if the dog is chasing her and she says, give it to that dog so he doesn't bite me? So, do we assume that the Hanad that she got from being saved from the dog is she's willing to give herself for Kiddushin? Or do we assume the guy's got to do it anyway? You got to save a Jew who's in distress. So it's not Kiddushin. Teku. And finally, I want to be Mekadoshu the Kikar. She says, give it to an Ani. It's Eina Mekadoshu. Even if it's an Ani that relies on her. Just like I have to give Tzedakah, you also have to give Tzedakah. So that has nothing to do with me accepting Kiddushin. Okay, that's from tomorrow. We'll pick up with Hahu Gavra. Everyone have a great day. Thank you. Thank you. Have a good day.